Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. So today we have a great question from Vana. Vana says that she needs help with willpower. She sits out to do the right thing for her body every morning, right? And by lunchtime, she's caving to those cravings and choosing something that she wished she hadn't. And it feels like it never fails. It's that endless cycle. So what do you do when your willpower doesn't last till lunchtime? Well, Vanna, I can totally relate. When I went on my first diet, I did pretty well. I think I stuck with it with a couple of months. But year after year after year, that time frame shortened until I was to the point that I didn't even make it past 10 a.m. I'd set out with the best of intentions. 10 a.m., I was done for. The rest of the day would proceed with poor food choices as I promised to do better tomorrow. Rinse and repeat. It looked the same every single day. So if you're experiencing this, (laughs) you're not broken. What's faulty is our thinking. And we're going to dive into that a little bit. Do you need more willpower? Well, let's talk about willpower. Willpower based on the research, which, hey, we can borrow from scientists, right? We 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 build our foundation of the word of God, but science has some really interesting things, right? In science's interpretation, <laughs> willpower is an exhaustible resource. This is why big tech CEOs wear the same clothing every day. They often eat the same breakfast because they don't want to use up their willpower making tiny little choices throughout the day. Willpower is exhaustible. And from that perspective, it's wise to build in things in our environment and in the way we think that make those decisions easier. And then we're not having a wrestling match with a like what to eat, what to wear every single day, because that will certainly wear us down. But do you know what's not exhaustible? God, right? So we have willpower over here, which you know, is a fact. So like there's there's an aspect to it, but there's a greater truth at work. And that is called the fruit of the spirit. And what's one of those fruits? Self-control. Another is discipline. We have faithfulness. When it comes to making better eating choices, I mean, those three are like superstars, right? If we could do that on a consistent basis, we would be amazing. But the fruit of the spirit, it's not something that you can work out to the point where you get stronger, right? You can't make yourself bear more fruit. In fact, we've never seen apple tree or a lemon tree or a stalk of broccoli just, oh, like work so hard so that it grows. No, it plants, it gets planted into the ground as we are planted in Christ. It puts down its roots into that soil. It gathers up nutrients. It takes the the winds, like the resistance of day-to-day life makes it a bit stronger. The sun gives it nutrients. The water from above makes it grow. But the broccoli, the lemon, the apple did nothing other than just show up and be available for those resources, those God-given resources that helped it to thrive. And we're pretty similar 
In order to grow in the fruit of the spirit, we really just need to be plugged into the vine. He is the vine, we're the branches. In order to bear fruit, we need to stay plugged into the vine. So I would encourage you, Vana, to look at this from different lenses. Yes, there are practical things that we can do to not completely exhaust ourselves. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But the other side is to know that the source of your strength, the source of your unending strength, because sister, you got it in him, is the Lord. And it's found in seeking him, conversing with him, uh, casting your care on him, processing your emotions with him, and so on and so forth. And that's really the beauty that's going to happen there. But something else I want to keep in mind is well, let me go back to a story of when I used to have a nine to five kind of job and I would pack my lunch in the morning and I would honestly be packing it for a toddler. It would be a very small portion of food or I'd pack a healthy choice. Have you ever checked out the calorie count on a healthy choice meal? It's like two, maybe 300 calories. There's no way you're gonna stay satisfied with that meal, right? And half the time they don't taste that good anyway. So I would set myself up for failure by picking something that I thought I should eat oh, this is healthy, this is good for me, this is low calorie, it's high in protein, it checks all those nutritional boxes, but when it came down to it and I'm staring at this food at lunchtime, the last thing I wanted was tuna and cottage cheese on a bed of lettuce. Oh, just the thought of it makes my skin crawl anymore. So Vanna, is there a way that you can plan a lunch that you will actually want to eat? And let's think about habit change on a continuum. We have where you are today and where would you like to, you would like to go. We have fast food and homemade food. Okay? What is a step in that right direction? If you're going out to eat at lunchtime, what are you grabbing? Is there a way to have something kind of tasty like that that might be a little bit healthier that's from home that could be better for your body and for your budget? Pick that. <laughs> for me, it would have been making a like hearty soup with maybe a piece of pita bread, something that I would look forward to and yet I could eat it and feel full and satisfied and move on and not think about food anymore. So definitely set yourself up with realistic expectations, let go of perfectionism and find something that you will actually want to eat that will be tasty enough to help you avoid the fast food or whatever it is that you tend to crave. The other option would be to find a more nourishing grab and go kind of option. Maybe all your coworkers go out to lunch each day, each day. And part of the fun is fellowshipping and hanging out with them. Well, can you find something at the restaurant that's really tasty? Can you order the fries at the restaurant and maybe bring a salad with some chicken on it? That way you're getting sort of the best of both worlds. Put on that wisdom that the Holy Spirit has given you, that part of you that can troubleshoot for kids and best friends and those around you and use that for yourself. And I think it's really gonna feel a lot better. The other thing that I want to bring up is that even when we set realistic expectations, it's not always going to go as we ideally plan. And that's just part of life. It's part of being a fallen human being. And yes, when we're out of line with the will of God, we want to repent, which means simply agreeing with God that his ways are higher than ours. And in the future, we'd like to make a different choice if he would just please give us the strength to do so. However, um, it's really important also to not overreact to those slips. Something happens. It doesn't go as you planned. Can you compartmentalize it and move on and make the next best choice? Can you maybe have an apple for a snack instead of hitting up the vending machine? Can you have a nourishing dinner? 
And all of those thoughts, all of those changes in the way that we're thinking about these food choices will set us up for an overall path toward greater health and greater food freedom. It's not gonna happen overnight, but one day at a time. Imagine one day at a time times 365. Where can you be in the space of one year? How much more freedom can you have? How much more joy and peace and tasty lunches will be ahead of you? Oh, and P.S. Are you exhausted from fighting binge eating? Whew. I know how it can just drain you to always be stuck in the middle of a food fight. And the fastest way to get exhausted is to fight the battle on your own. And the truth is a binge, well, it never happens in a peaceful environment. So rather than fighting the darkness, turn on the light. That's why I wanna share with you my binge proof action planner, which is gonna help you put feet to your faith and creating a purposeful, peace-filled plan to overcome binge eating. Download it with the link in the show notes. Oh, just one more thing I almost forgot to ask you. If you have just a couple of minutes, could you hop on over and rate and review the podcast? It turns out that they really, really value your opinion. So if you could let the world know how the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast has helped you, it will help to spread the message to other women who need hope in Jesus and food freedom through Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.